All right, so welcome to the Mesh Point Podcast. Um, tonight we've got Kurt Webster. Uh, Kurt's the head coach at Chapman High School out in Kansas, the Fighting Irish. Coach, how you doing, man? That's right, doing great. Very happy to be here. Thank you guys for, for letting me on. No, we're we're happy to have you. Hey, man, let's get right to it. Kick us off, right? Like, uh, talk about, um, you know, your background, where you played, um, and kind of the, the journey that took you to get to Jap- Chapman right now. Absolutely. I'm, uh, I'm from Kansas City uh, originally, and I uh, played at Shawnee Mission West High School. And then from there, I got a scholarship to Division II school in Poria, Poria State, the, the Hornets. Uh, played some safety and defensive back there. Um, then I, I transferred from there to another Division II school, um, William Jewell, and played some defensive back there and ended up finishing up there. Um, after I uh, got done playing, I uh, went back to my old high school and my old head coach uh, hired me back and um, at Shawnee Mission West. And, um, you know, I kind of a blessing and a curse. My first year as a coach, we won a state championship in 2012. And so, man, I thought this thing was going to be a lot easier than, than it's been. <laughs> but um, from there, I went to Emporia High and was a defensive coordinator and for two years, then came back to Shawnee Mission West for three, had a, had a good run there. And then um, took the head job, uh, at, at Chapman and, you know, always, we always had trouble as a defensive coordinator, being a def- defensive guy, um, you know, defending triple option and option concepts. And so I thought if I'm ever going to get a head job, that's, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to put the defense in a bind. So how I got here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. That's not, that's how I kind of got to it too. Um, you know, after you have to try to defend it and get and it doesn't go well. You realize, oh man, this is. I'm going to do it. Yeah. Right. Now, 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 all this on your soul. <laughs> now, coach, you said Kansas City, man. Is that Kansas City, Missouri, or Kansas City, uh, Kansas? You know, us Kansas City, Kansas. challenge guys, man. We don't know where that's at. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm on the Kansas side, and it's like, you know, I shouldn't say Kansas City, Kansas. I'll get in trouble for that. I was a suburb, suburb kid, <laughs> suburb kid in Shawnee Mission West. So, um, yeah, I wasn't that tough. <laughs> well, well, Coach, as you've come along, and, and of course now uh, that you're the head coach at Chapman, um, I'm sure along the way, right, at Shawnee Mission West, uh, at some of the school, William Jewell, some of the schools you talked about, you probably came across a couple guys that influenced you, right? So maybe maybe some guys that, you know, if you're at Chapman, you got to make a hard decision, you're going to you're going to pick up the phone and call those guys just to talk and ask maybe for some advice. So maybe talk about a couple of those guys, how important they are to you, your, you know, mentors for you and, uh, and how they've impacted your program there at Chapman. Absolutely. Um, you know, the, my head coach in high school and the guy that I ended up going back and, and working for Tim Callahan, you know, he called, called me on Thanksgiving, you know, great guy. Uh, always does things the right way. Even, even if it, you know, might cost him a game or two, you know, in terms of, doing the right thing by kids. And, you know, he, he's had a tremendous effect on me and how I run my program and um, you know, just, just a great guy. And, you know, he's won, won a state championship in 2012, went to another one in 2006, um, which coincidentally played Hutchison both times, which Randy Dryling, Flexbone, yep. got introduced to that. Um, and then, uh, you know, uh, right into it, Randy Dryling has been a big influence on me. Uh, he, you know, lets me go up and – and watch his practices and 
know, I played against Hutchison in 2006 in the state championship as a play, uh, as a high school player. And uh, then I coached against him when we won in 2012. And, um, you know, in 2012, there was a shocker because, you know, we, I thought we were a lot more talented than that Hutch team and they, they almost beat us. And that's a testament to, to Randy and how much he gets out of those guys. One of the best offensive line coaches, I think, you know, arguably I- anywhere. And then, um, when I moved down to Emporia High, I originally got hired and was going to work for a guy named Dustin Delaney, who uh, went to Shawnee Mission East and had great success there, won a state championship um, in Kansas, um, and uh, you know got to work with his staff and ran flexbone there at Emporia. And you know, he's always a guy that's that's uh, been really helpful to me in, in teaching. Um, Mark Fraze is defensive coordinator that I call a lot. He was he was a defensive coordinator of those early the Darren Sproles, you know, Arlen Bruce. If you know anything about Kansas or K State football, those yeah. guys went yeah. to Olathe North. He was a defensive coordinator at Olathe North uh, for Gene Weir back in the heyday. He was my defensive coordinator at Shawnee Mission West, and you know I still call him to this day. And you know it's it's really good that we have you know podcasts and things like this where we can give those guys shout outs because I don't I don't think they get enough attention for how many lives they, they, they really influence. And, yep. you know, th- and then you talk about peers like Mike Vernon at Hutch, who just took over at Hutch. He's a flex bone guy and, you know, we're, he's, he's a friend of mine. So I wouldn't necessarily say an, um, you know, uh, a mentor, but the guys like that, that you can bounce ideas off of during the season that, you know, are going to pick up the phone. Uh, those guys are invaluable to me. So those are just, yeah, yeah it's, it's, uh, it's important to find some guys you can bounce some stuff off of, you know, like, you know, you're at your point in your season and I don't know, maybe you need to get one of your a backs the ball a little more than you, than you anticipated. Right. So you call a guy up, Hey, I'm thinking this, what do you think? You know, it's just, it can be reassuring, particularly if, you know, you, you're the only guy, in sh- you know, the only show in town, right? Like you're the only guy around that runs it. You know what I mean? So it's not like you can, <laughs> call your neighbor and go, Hey, I need some flex bone help. Right. So yeah, Exactly. And you know, you know, you don't have to worry about feeling stupid too. You can say so. That's right. Well, why why yeah. won't this work? And they'll, they'll yeah. tell you exactly why it won't work. So yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. We're, I don't think we lack opinions in this group. That's for exactly. sure. That's for sure. <laughs> but coach, man, I'm excited. Uh, you're on with us. I, I feel like I've known you. We're like Twitter friends, man. I, I feel like yeah. we've tweeted back and forth uh, over the years, man. I finally get to meet you. I'm excited. But um, tell us a little bit about Chapman uh, Irish Option Football and uh, what it looks like and um, why you guys kind of run it. Now, I was teasing you earlier about the T-shirt, Flex Raid, baby. I love it. Uh, tell us a little bit about it. Well, yeah, we've been, I've, been, I've been lucky and blessed. These last couple years, I've had a quarterback who could really throw it too, which is, you know, give us giving us some options. I mean, um, you know, last year we led our, our league in touchdown passes. So, you know, that, that rarely happens or maybe it yeah. happens more and more often than you think. Um, but I'd say in describing uh, our triple option game, you know, it, it's really changed and adapted to our to our players. And especially at the 3A level in Kansas where, you know, sometimes when you're pitching the ball, you're not pitching the ball to a, to a scholarship player and a guy that's going to, you know, break big runs. You know, some, some years you're going to be more double option oriented and you know we've had a quarterback who's a who's a great runner and we've you know we we've, we've focused on you know zone option and inside beer double versus oaky fronts and all sorts of different ways to to get him a, a crease and um you know ran for a, a thousand yards in a seven game season you know which 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 is a, a testament to him you know um but you know in, a, in covid times too when 
we lost our fullback at the beginning of the year. And I think, you know, with the how we how we were and we were very successful in 2018 and made our made our long playoff run, we were really, really good at establishing the fullback. And um, mm. if you're missing that piece, it's 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 really how we're down to a, a third string guy who really stepped up and did a great job for us. Um, but I think it's very, very important to establishing that. However, you, you need to do it if you need if you're going to run belly G or if you're a zone dive team. I think there has to be a threat in the middle of the field because um, you know the team's got to make a choice. You got to make the team, uh, the the defensive team, decide are they going to die by a thousand paper cuts or are they going to are they going to give up a big play? So I think you have to have that interior threat, and that's something we tried to establish in Chapman. We always have really tough kids. We're right around um, Fort Riley, so we have military kids. Um, we have tough farm kids. We just don't have a. We're a three A team that plays a lot of four A teams. And we have a large population area, so we don't have very many kids. But the ones we do are, are pretty tough son, sons of guns. And the offense suits us too, because both my guards are about 180 pounds. So yeah. you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Well, I I tell you, man. Uh, me and Coach McLeod before we came on, we were checking out your quarterback number seven, and uh, what is it, Trevor Trevor Erickson? Boy, he was a baller, man. He I think he played every position on both offense and defense, man, and special – even even special teams. I've seen him everywhere, man. Talk about him a little bit. What a special dude. Man, he's a, he's a real deal. He's a real deal. I got I kind of got cheated out of him when I first moved here. He was a he was an eighth grader going in, going to be a freshman. Uh, dad got transferred. He moved down to Chattahoochee County, Georgia. So I didn't get him for two years. He moved back as a junior. And, um, you know, it was a tall, skinny, lanky kid, 160 pounds. But, man, he had great feet and just naturally picked it up. I mean, I know you guys have, you know, done this a lot. But, you know, it's, it's, it's hard for a kid to pick up and get the feel, you know, for, for, uh, for pulling the ball, for getting the ball pitched and feathering away. I mean, that's something that takes time. And it didn't take him very long at all because he's athletic and coachable. And like you said, the unselfishness of willing to be play a, a single high free safety and run inside out. I mean, he uh, he's a special kid and deserves a lot of praise. And you know, he when he came back as a junior, we only, we had only three seniors on that team who had been through the program every year. Like I said, sometimes we, you know, there's years where we're low, where we're high. We just you know, military, we're transient. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. And he he kind of really carried us, you know, for two years. And I'm I'm glad that. Yesterday, actually, he committed to the University of Kansas State as a preferred walk-on. That's awesome. A flex-bone quarterback getting the chance yeah. to go play at a Power 5 school. We're, we're so proud of him and excited. And like I said, he's a military family. He's a yes, 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 sir, no, sir type of kid. So you just you like to see good things happen to good people. And he's a hell of a kicker turner, too, if you if – you Yeah, we, yeah I saw him. Take it to the house. First snap is highlight film, man. Gone. Yeah, man. <laughs> now that that makes you nervous is putting your putting your quarterback back there. Oh, well, yeah, <laughs> but when it when he doesn't get touched and get and scores a touchdown, you don't feel so bad anymore. Exactly. Yeah. I was checking myself for not letting him do it as a junior. That's yeah. very rare, man. Yeah, absolutely. He's a baller, man. Yeah, no doubt. Hey, no doubt. I want I wanted to ask Coach about a few of the, the scheme things before we maybe get into the practice, if that's okay, Coach. Yeah, man, go for uh, it. As, when we were watching that highlight and stuff, we noticed a couple things like. Um, and you mentioned uh, it already earlier about uh, running some inside veer with uh, without a pitch face. You know what yeah. I mean? I, man, I, I thought you did a really cool job. I saw you like go uh, what I call X over, you know, two receivers to the same side there. And uh, you had the pitch man kind of lead up on the safety. I mean, it was 
you had a hat for a hat for everybody, man. Got the backer loaded and everything. That, that, that was I love that play. That was nice. Yeah, and it, it, it kind of was, you know, like a lot of things, an option. It was kind of a, one of those necessity things. Like my my first my first and second year, we had a kid who was uh, went to Butler County. He was a great great kid, but wasn't great wasn't great at reading. wasn't great getting the ball pitched. You know, he's a tall kid, lanky kid, and so we uh, we thought, well, we saw a ton of Oki front. So we're like, well, let's just veer release the tackle and let that guy squeeze him in there, and then we'll play the tight end on that side and have the tight end kick out the two, and we'll have that that slot wrap through and get a hat on the safety, and then it's it's QB run, you know, all day there, and that quarterback doesn't have to think. He can be aggressive and pull the ball. And, um, you know, that's been a play that not a lot of other teams run, but it's really been good for us. We've even ran it for even fronts. Um because, you know, your guard and tackle can be real aggressive. They can go double the three-tech and combo off. And, you know, we've, we've been lucky to have a really good tight end the last couple of years that we feel like can win that block on the two. And that's the thing that I've struggled with, uh, I think, the most was I have all these ideas, you know, in watching Harding and, and Navy of like, okay, this is how we want to be. Then you get out there and you look at your team and you're like, well, shoot, like why can't I my – best, my best lineman's my – I don't know, right tackle, and I got a good tight end. Why don't I run more outside beer? When they don't run much outside beer at all, or why don't I do that? And so that was one of those plays that just kind of it works. It worked in Chapman, you know. So yeah, we kept it. I, I I'll be honest. I had to run it back a couple of times because I kept seeing midline. I was like, is that midline? Is that you know? And uh, I had That's a buddy too. Yeah, I, I I had a buddy. He ran it. He called it Veer Ted. You know, he, he's from Wisconsin. You know, and and. Uh, he packaged that play with outside beer, like you're saying, you know, because, uh, you know, you can block down on that uh, number one guy or if you can't, which, which you just read him, you, you know yeah. what I mean? And, 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 and it's kind of like wider midline. It, it's and I love the way you formation it, man. I, I thought you you done a great job with it. I, that, that, that's one thing that really stuck out to me when I saw that film. That's that's some good stuff. Thank you. I, I appreciate it. Helps if you got a good QB. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah that, he's, he's special. Um, speaking of him, man, I, uh, another thing I really noticed was he does a really good job uh, rolling left, you know, when you, with your sprint out game. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and man, that's something I really struggled with is coaching that quarterback who's right-handed to be able to roll left and be able to uh, get the ball out uh, while he's to the left side. You know what I mean? I don't know if yeah. you got any coaching points on that, man, how to, how to coach it up or was he just naturally just really good at it or did he pay a trainer $200 every Friday to train up? <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't have any of those. <laughs> quarterback whispers, man, out there. I'm just kidding around. <laughs> well, but uh, in Kansas City, maybe we had a bunch of those, but not out here. But, um, yeah, I think, you know, it, I think depth from the beginning helps a lot. You know, if you're going to boot or, you know, just straight sprint out, I think the – if you do your work earlier and get depth earlier, then the quarterback can get downhill and get turned uh, earlier. I'd like to say that was all that coaching point, but he's got pretty good dexterity and he can turn and spin it uh, on a dime. And, um, you know, that's, you know, going on a podcast like this, I'd like to be able to brag about all my rushing yards, but some of them turned into passing yards because he, uh, you know, he can throw it so well. We, we had to, you know, we had to do that. And, you know, um, so the whatever that eighty yards a game that I would get rushing now turned into passing yards. So it doesn't doesn't make me as tap, but it is what well, it is. 
Well, I did notice he was a little Malcolm Perry-like when he dropped back to pass a couple of times there, too. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it broke down, but he was gone, man. It was like a long pass, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. That's like, you know, we tried to get him to do that on sprint out more. Like, hey, man, if it's not there, you're the best runner on the field. Just just go. Then it turns into almost like, you know, you know, just a really long speed option without a pitch. You know, <laughs> go. That's, that's right. No, but I, I, mean, I mean, I think you bring up a good point, though, right? So – in the beginning, you talked about adapting to your personnel, and this offense can lie to do that, right? And so, you know, you got a good quarterback and throw it, you know what I mean? Got a couple guys that can catch the ball. And so, like you said, right, maybe instead of the that 80-yard, you know, max passing game for the, you know, stat column for the game, it's a little bit higher than that, and that helps you through some games, you know. And so I think that I just – I think I don't want to – slide over that one you know what I mean I want everybody to hear that you can adapt right you you can throw the ball in this offense and it can be successful and you know you you can change things up and and and, uh, and help your kids uh, win so I think that's great it's great by you and and uh and hopefully the people that'll listen to this will realize that you know it's not always just trying to get th- although we'll take three yeah. right but sometimes when you can't get three, you can throw it for three. So, or four. You know, and the, the, you know, the thing that we we told him when he first moved here from Georgia is, hey, you know, when we're when we're throwing the ball, we're we're hitting chunk plays too, and I think that excites kids too. Is, you know, you're going to have an easier time, you know, because when you hit that, when your back foot hits, you know, he's going to be open because we've we've pound, we've done the work, and safeties can't play their option responsibility and the deep half or a deep third. I mean, they just can't yeah. do it. Um, I know from, from experience, you know, yeah, right. from being a safety, I mean, it's just, it puts you in a conflict. And so, you know, if you have a quarterback that can do it, I mean, this offense opens up a, a ton of stuff because you, you don't, I, I don't even really worry about coverages either. I mean, we're always going to see some middle field closed because it's either going to be at the beginning of the snap, it's going to be, you know, one high or it's going to roll to one high, you know, mm-hmm. so yeah. Uh, it, you, you get pretty good at throwing the ball when you're only used to seeing one look. At least that's what we get here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll kind of talk about that, right? Like, how do you guys practice, right? Like, how to, and I think it'd be good, you know, I mean, because, you know, you mentioned at times because you're in a military area. I, I'm, I'm, I live in a high military area too, so I understand. Um, you know, sometimes, you know, you might have more kids than normal. Sometimes you, you might not. So, you know, maybe talk to some guys that experience that same stuff. Talk about how you practice, right? And then um, and how you work through everything, you know, individual group teams. And, and talk about defense, too, because I think that that, that can help, too. Because I'm sure you got guys that got to go both ways, so you got to figure it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. So, we're like I said, we're a 3A school in Kansas, and so every one of our players does have to – um, know how to play both both sides. Like I said my quarterback, you know, played free safety, and you know that's just just where it is. You know that's just what we have to do. And we're you know we're right in between Junction City and Abilene, so a, a big uh, you know six A school and a four A school, and we bus in everybody that's in between. So you could live in our district and live an hour away from a teammate just based on where you are. So so our buses get you know our buses leave at, at six o'clock. So we got to get those kids in and get those kids changed and they bus them home. So, um, there, we have to be really structured. I guess the point that I'm trying to make is like, we have to be very, very structured because when they go, they got to go because the buses, there's a bus schedule. And so 
I think I think you, we should start by talking about work days. Like Tuesday, you know, for us is a work day, and we'll get in uh, an indie period. It's about you know 15 minutes, maybe a little longer on a Tuesday. Um, and it, within indie periods, you can go to you know you, you pods. You can, tackles can work with slots. Um, interior guys can work together. It just depending on what you need. Um, by the week, if you if you think you're going to face a slanting team, and you know sometimes you don't know what you're going to face, and so you just you know, you just do your regular routine, but we always try and do on Tuesday too. We try and get in a half line where we're working just with our play side blocks and making sure we've got, um, you know, our, our big five or however many plays that we, we absolutely need to be effective. Um, get those right and get those hammered out. And we'll do half line both sides at the same time with two different backfields. So, our left side that starters will be going over here with the backup uh, slots, fullback and quarterback, and then we'll just switch backfields. Mm-hmm. So these guys will be running these plays. And so the linemen get tons of reps and we can jump new linemen in there, jump new tight ends in there. And uh, we get a lot of work that way um, uh, on, on half line. That being said, if you're going to do a ton of half line on that day that we're doing a ton of half line on that Tuesday, we need to make sure and get scoops done during individual. Yeah. Cause if you neglect scoops, it's going to be a really rough day. My, yeah. you know, my first ever game as a varsity coach, like, Oh my God, we didn't work enough scoops. You know, yeah. Noki front shows up real fast. We got a four eye. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. So, so you got to be cognizant of that. And then Wednesday we come together more and we just run what we call uh, option drill where we're just running fast option read plays against um, our defensive coordinator, moving the front like we like like we want or like the script says, and um, option drill just strictly option plays. And then from there we might go perimeter where we're just doing outside outside run like a mid triples mm-hmm. and then with passes sprinkled in. Yeah. Um, and then of course we'll we'll have a team period. Um, at some point after those, after those two, but we, you know, the thing that I've found too, is we've, we've been lucky here. We've been really affected. Even our year, um, this last year, we had a winning record. Uh, we went to playoffs in 18 and, and did a good job at Chapman before our, before our staff, you know, got in here, Chapman hadn't had a winning season in over a decade. Oh, wow. Um, and so we've had two in our in our four years here. So it's 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 challenging. And even our years where we haven't been successful, we've been able to put up points um, just because of running the offense that we run. What what you what we really have had to spend a lot more time on is is um, defense and um, you know situational football. And you can you can teach a kid how to read, and you can you you can run mid triple and be really really pretty and hit big plays and score, but if you can't tackle the other team, it's, it's a long night no matter what they're running, yeah. especially, you know, when you take over. I was looking at our schedule when I was first here. I was like, shoot, where are the, where are the gimme games? And I was like, oh, we, we were everybody's gimme game. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it, it, you, you have to be very, very structured offensively if you want to spend more time to be good defensively. It's what, yeah. what I've gotten to in, uh, in, in year four here. Um, and then uh, the last thing I'll say in terms of, how we practice in terms of structure. This I took from Randy Dryling, and he does it on Wednesday. But all the kids, you know, they need to know where they're going. And so we have we have a period called perfect play where we watch – one coach watches right side, left side, backfield. Coach send up the defense on the bags, and we just go and we run through just perfect plays, you know, getting perfect double teams or comboing off hips together, perfect scoops, 
you know, and if we don't do it, we, we do it again. You know, if we, we try and catch all the mistakes that could show up. And that was, that was something that Randy Dryling um, passed on to me because, you know, it can look really pretty in Indy, but if, if your kid gets out there and he doesn't know what he's doing versus a certain front or something, you know, it's going to show up. So that period's been very useful for us. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you get a lot of eyes in one segment, right? So you can get absolutely. everybody, yeah, you get everybody looking at it. Kids know they're being held accountable, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's good. No, absolutely. I, I think that's a great idea. Um, and probably, you know, probably should implement it more ourselves here, to be honest with you. Um, because again, you, you can find a way to eliminate the, uh, the questions and the and the tentativeness right Friday night usually works out pretty good, usually. So yeah, absolutely, but 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 then again, the like you said, the pod time is incredibly valuable too. I don't oh, want it is. Yeah. To, I don't want to you know downplay that. You know, if you're, ta- yeah, you're going to ask no, you, tackle to zoom to a safety, you better have a lot of reps. Yeah, yeah, high. right. No question. No question. No question. Did, did you talk about the pay, the pace of it? Is it like a, a full tilt? Uh, you know, full contact. Or is it kind of like I don't, you, you ever seen Harding, like where they're more dialed back, controlled? Coaches are out there giving reads and stuff like that. Or um, I know because you got uh, you know you got to worry about depth. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think that played a factor. Absolutely. So we do. We do have. We we call it the professional read key. So we have a, a coach out there who, <laughs> who will give us the read that we're we're looking for. You know, uh, which kids do a good job too. Which you know we need. We you know it's good training for our our, our twos and even. Some of our guys that only go one way, you know, to practice squeezing and, and doing things right. But we we do use bags for a, a lot of our stuff. Um, my uh, my first year here, we had a, we had trouble being physical, and uh, we did a lot more, you know, without bags in um, in half line. And um, you know, you 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 live and you learn. You get a little bit older, and uh, you know, we've we've used bags. We've used um, We've we've come off. We've even used here here something that that I like that we did is for a backside linebacker. We use those uh, the wheels, the tackle wheel. Looks so stupid. We roll that wheel in there, and you know center who's coming up or who's ever coming off and coming off has got to cut that backside backer off. So um, just just some things we've done to kind of take a little bit of the the sting off our guys. Huh. That's a good idea. I like that idea with the tackle wheel. But it's just hard to. Um, you know, when we when you take over a program, it's 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 hard for you know. Uh, Andy Walters is now a head coach at Shawnee Mission North, but he was the offensive line coach for Delaney at Shawnee Mission East, and he he talked about never using the word you know slow down or you know um, he'd try and use the word like hunt that guy or or throttle you know because when you're when you're doing this after they've been you know a spread team and you know used to pass setting, I mean you want them. Yeah. You, know, you want them going and, and being aggressive. So maybe we went a little overboard in that in the first couple of years, but um, you know, you'd, you'd rather, you'd rather have to pull them back than say giddy up. And I think we're to that point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you bring up, you bring up a good point, like action words, you know, instead of putting your hand here, maybe saying punch. You yeah. Know what I mean? So you emphasize what you, that attitude. Uh, that's a good point. Uh, great coaching point there actually. Coach, uh, like rip or like rip with a veer release too. It's that same sort of violent. You want a violent action, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hey, so, so you're you're in Kansas, man, uh, and 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 I'm a big fan. I know coaches too of Bethel. 
You, get, yeah. you ever get to uh, check them out or go visit them or talk to those coaches, man? They're putting like 70, 80 points up this year, yeah. man. Co- Coach Harrison is awesome. And, he, you know, he was all over Trevor, you know, and I bet. Uh, <laughs> because we're, we're so we're, we're close by. And he he actually came up and is, you know, watched watched us practice um, a little bit uh, during our camp last year. We were going to do a camp with him uh, because of COVID. And, you know, Coach Harrison has been awesome. He's been, you know, we have our secret – Colt Flexbone Club here where we meet in Randy Drowning's basement. He'll he he'll come speak and talk and you know, they do some great things and you know, watching their stuff, it's like, man, it's it's is it that easy? But um, you know, <laughs> when they're pitching the ball too, they're pitching it to a guy who's a freaking you know, when they get it on the edge, it's boom, it's it's yeah. it's gone. So there's some there's some things to take away from them, but there's also some some realizations and some practicalities that you gotta take in mind. But but man, they're 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 impressive. Yeah, they're getting good, man. It's crazy how they got they got to still play two games in the spring. It's crazy. Man. It is. It's a weird time. Yeah. Hey, you got to, you got to have a season. So we haven't had one yet. So. Oh shoot! I did not yeah. know that. Yeah, that yeah. Cool. We're, we're supposed to start February eighth, coach. So. Oh, that's horrible. <laughs> yeah, it ain't been good. Trust me. <laughs> well, we we had some crazy situations. Like we uh we lost two games and. Um, you know, Clay Center is the another flexbone school in our league, very good. And they're like, well, if you get, you know, two practices in or three practices in, you can play them on a Monday. And so we we hadn't played for two weeks and rushed back and, you know, played them on a Monday after practicing, you know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and you know, lost to them by a touchdown. But you know, it was great. It was it was great to play, but you know, crazy stuff and we lost our fullback getting off the bus uh, an hour before the game. Family member tested positive, yeah. had to pull him. And so the backup fullback had no clue he was going to be starting. <laughs> was what it was. Yeah, time to step it up. Man. <laughs> yeah, a, lot of, a lot of pulls that game. Quarterback, the quarterback had the green light. <laughs> I can yeah. imagine the B-back's eyeballs when you told him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Goodness. Absolutely. Well – Talk about your passing game. We talked about your quarterback, right? So, and you, you, you know, you've had to use lean on that a little bit. Talk about, uh, talk about what you're doing a passing game, right? Are you, or do you have? I, I mean, I know you already got play action. We don't. That's probably we don't even need to talk about it. But yeah, like, do you have other concepts? I mean, we we, we know you you sprint a little bit. Do you three step it? Do you boot? Do you, mm-hmm. all all the above? What you got? Yeah, we got all the above. Um, so. Um, what a, we had some we had a, a couple good a couple larger receivers this year um, and so we got really uh, really good into running a, I don't know what you guys call it my terminology is like Randy Drowning's terminology but we do a zip motion and then we turn and just throw a now right there to the opposite side and we got pretty good at that so you know I mean you guys know sometimes you get this and sometimes even if they're not coached to do it they'll start you know so we were running that zip motion and just pulling and throwing and just taking that one on one. And we never really busted one, but, you know, you get six yards on a first down just yeah. taking just a cheap gimme right there. And you make uh, the fans happy because you pass the ball there, right? Exactly. exactly. <laughs> They're very safe. Exactly. <laughs> safe a little cheap. But, um, and, two, you know, throwing slants off of that action, too, you know, getting sort of that rotation and throwing back that slant window. We used to – and we didn't do it as much as last year, but when we've got a dude, you know, uh, you know sometimes getting trips and just – Throw a slant to the backside, or throw a throw a fade to the backside, because you know you're you're probably you're getting single coverage over there, or else you're you know, or else you're not going to throw it. You're going to do something where you got numbers. Um, 
so we'd uh, we'd do that sort of stuff. I mean, that's that's not real integral, but we'd we we'd run our sprint out game. We're you know sprint out. We got the long motion. We got fullback in front, taking first guy off the edge. Um, slot coming through, taking second, and we'll throw uh, you know a comeback off of that, and uh, you know play side slot. Got a a corner route. Um, we've got. Um, now you turning that back. Are you reaching? Yeah, it? yeah. Step, we're step punch turning yeah. and making them, making them go the long way. Yep. And you know, with the guy that we got, it doesn't take much. You know, get him yep. on the edge. We probably should have. We probably should have done that a lot more. But um, you know, with the time off in the middle of the season, I mean, it, comebacks a route that you know you got. I think you got a rep to put it on the money. Um, our boots. We actually have two different boots. Um, so we'll run a, a counter ISO boot. So, I saw that. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I, I, I mean that that's been great for us. I mean, some um, stole that from Shawnee Mission East, but we, when we're good at counter, when we're good at counter ISO, it works a lot better. We weren't that great at counter ISO this year. We um, used to run that out of the wishbone. And I saw that on the highlight. I was like, oh, there's counter ISO pass right there, man. There's a blast from the pass. That's right. And the drag's usually always open. You know, always open, my, man. My first year, you know, we get into we get into you know what we call uh, we call a star, but then that tight flex bone formation yeah. and we'd send that play side guy that we're booting to we'd send him on a corner and man we last year uh to that what it was that 19 we probably hit that guy four or five times for a touchdown just because when they're when you have the receivers compressed and they're actual receivers that can go i mean they lose track of them with all that the action in the backfield because we're faking fullback you know faking other back around and we just block it the same way so we're uh, you know, big on big on the front side and slide on the back. And it, you know, it, it the kids don't have to learn anything different. It still goes with the numbering. And then you get your quarterback on the edge. And um, we tell them to read high to low, too. So check the check the deep ball. If it's not there, drag. And then fullback, which, you know, sometimes you, I don't know, sometimes you regret doing that because you're like, oh, throw to the fullback right now. He's wide open. But you yeah. realize it's checking. You know, if you want to, if you want to hit the home run, sometimes you got to. That's that. That's right. That's kind of like that R four stuff, man. You know what I mean? Like uh, that's how they tell you to work it: deep to short, inside out kind of deal. You know what I mean? That's good stuff. Exactly. And you know, you can, you can, uh, you know, if you if you're only going to have a few pass concepts going into a game, like like we do, you can make your concepts, you know, cool and intricate because you know that they're not going to know how to cover anything. I mean, we run, we hit this a ton. We'd run, you know, double posts on the front side. And then long motion the the slot from the backside all the way around up into a wheel, and you know so you're just in your normal you know navy formation or whatever you want to call it, and you're just wheeling the backside guy, and so you check the post first, you know if the, and you got to have a good quarterback too, which we luckily we did, you know if the middle high safety jumps a short post, you hit the deep one, and if they both go running with it, then there's nobody, then you've got an outside linebacker on the wheel route, right, and uh, it depends if your slots can catch too. I mean. You, you know, that's kind of a personnel thing, but there's just cool concepts that we like. And then our, our other boot um, is off a of rocket toss, uh, obviously. So we'll boot off a of rocket toss, but we, uh, we, again, we try and hit the, we want to, the backside post, the backside over route or cross route. We want to try and hit that first. Cause we feel like if uh, there's no way that the, the corner or whoever the wide force player is can get up and, and get in the run game to stop rocket toss and still run across the field with that over route. So we're, we're checking that first. And, you know, maybe that's been a little bit to our detriment. We haven't hit as many, 
you know, it's a kind of a feast or famine play. Um, but, you know, I watched Dustin Delaney in state championship when he had, uh, I believe it was, I think it was Hutchison versus Shawnee Mission East. And he hit that, yeah, you know, that, that backside receiver uh, coming off a of rocket toss and just looked too easy. I was like, man, that is tough. You put the, put the coverage in a real bind. If you have a safety running here and a corner running up here, and then you're just going to go to the opposite hash. I mean, that's, that's tough. Yeah. But that, like we talk about, that's what, you know, being good at the option does. It forces yeah. yep. people down there. Yep. Concerned with that run and, and chasing that motion, eyes in the backfield, man. It's, it's, uh, it's tough. Or, yeah, screen screen game too. We got pretty good at running fullback screen when we had our kid that our, our kid didn't we played a lot as a sophomore, didn't get to play a lot this year because I told you like his family member COVID and then first game back breaks his foot. Um but we got pretty good at you know selling inside beer and then just him peeling off to the backside and dumping and we'd run uh we call it a Zach motion where you're running in front of the fullback. So we'd have one guy run in front of the fullback. And we'd have it look like a, you know, a post wheel concept that we do, and then we just turn and throw it back to the fullback off of there, and you know, it gets a lot of motion running play side, and you just kind of sneak the fullback out back, and you know, we were pretty good uh, at that in nineteen, stole stole a lot of hidden yardage, and probably converted third. You know, we never want to be in third and long, but that was a, a bailless outplay where we didn't have to push it down the field when. Yeah, you know, we want to throw when we want to throw. We don't want to throw when they want us to throw. Right, right. Good point. For sure. Uh, Coach, let's talk about zone option a little bit. I've seen you run it a little bit. Uh, are you guys uh, – uh, uh, well, obviously, I've seen you running it. Um, but uh, are you running it more like Navy, would you say, like Harding? Uh, do, you, uh, do you pair it with zone dive? Kind of talk us about your zone, uh, zone option a little bit. Yeah, we, we block it the same way. You know, we, we being close to Bethel, you talked about that. That's a one where they, they came and they, they practiced with, with us, and we talked with that one, talked about that one a lot. And, um, you know, treating it the same way that I guess, you know, Harding and Bethel are, are very similar. And so we're going to, you know, we're going to block down on number one with our, with our tight end and our fullback taking that J path, and he's going to kick out, kick out number two, play side A to the uh, play side backer. And that, that's really been a that's been a very very good one for us. Um, you know, when your QB is a runner and you want to get in the ball, I mean, it's essentially QB power right now, gaining yards. Um, really like that. You know, you're right. We pair it with with zone dive rules. Um, when our kids get confused, you know, sometimes on on zone dive though, I you know I you know I, I've been accused of just saying, hey, just block it like inside beer. You know, just don't think, just go. You know, and um, yeah, it's probably not. Not exactly right, but sometimes I just want to just go, just go, just go smash, hit somebody, protect the B gap. Yeah. So we try and run it with the same exact rules um, as, as we do our, our, our zone dive play. Um, and actually that, that became a better play when our, uh, we, our, our starting fullback did a good job of that, but our backup fullback, you know, that's a play, you know, just turn him loose, doesn't have to worry about the mesh, go kick that son of a gun out and we'll cut up underneath you. Um, I think your quarterback too, when you're, when you're running that play has to have some awareness and, you know, don't, if it turns into a log, I mean, don't force it up in there. Sometimes that guy's going to come and be told to spill, held down spill. And you just kind of got to read the button and cut there. And we, we, we were lucky to get a couple good, good gains doing that. Yeah. And that's a play that we can improve on too. 
Yeah. Well, it's definitely a play that you can either keep it simple, right? Mm. Or you can go down a big rabbit hole. Right? <laughs> I've been down that rabbit hole. I've tried to go, I've yeah. tried to go, you know, over, you know, right over and unbalanced. And, yeah. and, you know, I saw a, a big influence for me was, I don't know if you remember, um, I think it was Army played um, San Diego State a couple years back. And, you know, it seemed like they said they had nine bowl game practices or something going into that game. And it was just like funky zone option right, funky zone option left. And they were just in oversets. And I was like, well, why? what's telling him to do that right there? And so I was like, well, maybe if we see this, we can do that. I mean, you can go down some crazy roads, but it's, uh, it's definitely a very effective play. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I think the, the simple part of it for your fullback is he just knows what his area is and where he's got to go. You know what I mean? I mean, as long as he follows his path and does what he's supposed to do, he'll clean it up for you. You know what I mean? Now here's, here's a question for, for you guys. I, I haven't, you know, I'm not sophisticated enough yet, but if say you were, say you're running zone, uh, zone option, and you're getting like a three-two exchange where this guy's running out of there with motion. Right. Now that's a great play to run to that. Yep. But if your fullback's chasing that guy and he's backing up, does your fullback know to turn up and go take the the filling yeah. safety that's rolling down? Yeah. yeah so yeah. Back? So yeah. So that's where we 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 try to tell that guy we don't chase anybody outside the play, right? So hmm. you know what I mean. And then. He's got to think of himself as we call it. You remember the Mister Clean little magic erasers, the little things you you know look like they look like little sponges. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So we, <laughs> I got kids. We would, yeah, no, no, just <laughs> cut those out, right? We would give our fullback the little magic eraser thing with a little piece of candy in it, right? We we package it anyway. Yeah. He, that's what that guy is, right? So that's what he is. He's the he's the guy that's the magic eraser. You know what I mean? Like, don't chase a guy outside the play, right? Mm-hmm. And and. And then you've got to erase whatever shows or happens, right? And so, like you said, you got to be patient. If it's a kid that's got to, if he's been taught to spill all week, right? Then that B back's got to be patient to understand that, right? Mm-hmm. If the guy goes sh- shows up in the alley as a force player, then you know you're going to kick. You, you know that, okay? Yeah. And then if that guy disappears, right? Mm-hmm. Then you know you got to stay on tracks and look for the next guy inside. So we just take t- don't chase anybody outside the play. You're the eraser. Okay. Yeah. There'll be somebody there eventually. Just stay on your tracks and, and trust it. So, see that's see that's the next level of, uh, of sophistication that we got to get to because sometimes we see that guy running out of there. We're so happy that that's an easy block, you know. Um, right, but, but that, that's a guy you don't have to block. Exactly. You're right. wasting taking one for that's, one. And in right. my stupid mind too, when we started seeing some three two exchange, which yeah. I, you know, no offense, okay, but at the three A level in Kansas where you see tons of wishbone flexbone. People are good at defending it. So you see different stuff that you don't see at the 6A level because they never see it. Um, but we get that 3-2 exchange. We were calling 14, which is our outside beer, 14Q, and telling the fullback to do the same thing. Yeah. And we're doubling up with a tight end. Tight end was supposed to come off to play side backer. And slot was supposed to take the, um, you know, the filler. Yeah, the exchange. And then yeah. the exchange guy. Yeah. And, you know, that maybe that wasn't a smart way to do it. But back when we had a, you know, a really – a really great tackle we could do it we could get tons of movement and it was a great play right. but like you like like you say you're wasting a guy if that fullback doesn't hug that thing tight which right yeah and that's that's better. the critical part is keeping him on his tracks right and telling him don't don't chase a guy that's going to end up outside the play right so mm-hmm. 
Um, that's, yeah, it's hard though. I mean, you know, kids get out there and they're, they see that guy running out and they think, oh, well, you know, this is going to be a pretty easy kick. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? They end up, you know, chasing each other to the sidelines, you know, and then all of a sudden the safety's filling to split your quarterback's head in half. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that, and if that, kid, if that kid's good enough to widen and wait till the fullback passes and then still fold on your quarterback, yeah. you should probably just run it the other way. Right. <laughs> I may have a different answer for you just because um, I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of Belly G down, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and uh, I, I, I love that freaking play, right? And so uh, when I got to go to Harding, man, I, I was listening to them guys talk, man. They're like comparing it to quarterback Belly G. You, you know what I mean? I was like, yes. oh, and it clicked for me. You know what I mean? And so I, I drew this up. I don't know if you can see it. I'll try yeah, to see it. And so what I like to do is go heavy unbalanced. And then yeah, so, we'll, we'll, you know, that's how I would run my belly G right there, basically. But notice mm-hmm. the wide receiver, the X. Yeah. I cheat him in, you know, so he's got a, a, a compressed uh, uh, split. Mm-hmm. And I call that a smack. So he's going to go push crack or, or, or just smack up on the safety, right? And block yeah. him. And then so your overhang, your nine technique, when he widens, you can still have your full. I'm, I'm just comparing this to zone option. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so probably that fullback can go and still kick that overhang, right? And you yeah, got the receiver yeah. up on the up on the, up on the safety. But you still got that that corner, right? But yeah. how I kind of like to handle that would be like you're going to send your motion early. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And he'll yeah. hold that corner, right? And he's got to stay outside because he's a force player and it's an underneath hitter, right? Yeah. And so yeah. And so that that's that's how I, in my mind I would like to handle that, you know, with that safety trying to fill that alley. Absolutely, I've hit some, I've hit some big ones on Belly G by smacking that guy. Yeah, and you, you know, you, you think about the three-two exchange thing too. That that makes me think about mid triple. Like get, I like to get in that reduced formation and send that receiver, you know, to swap or whatever you guys want to call it. You know, switch yeah. block and yeah. uh, versus mid triple too. If that guy's going to fill. You know, then quarterbacks right behind it. It's the same yeah. type of idea if you're getting three two exchange. When it, when this thing stops recording, I'm gonna give you a couple extras. All right. All right. Good deal. Good deal. <laughs> keep it, keep it yeah. I, I don't need the people from now. Here's the other thing too. Okay, Abilene is the big four A school in our town that you know we hadn't beaten in forever, and we we've been been fortunate. We you know, we beat them the last three years. But, you know, they went out and hired a flexbone coach, too. So now we got three flexbone teams in our league. It's like, you know, it's Army, Navy, Air Force over here. That's you know? a, But that's awesome, though, right? Well, that's, just, I mean, uh-huh. no, that's what practice, the, practice, the practice plan and the coaching matters. Yeah, yeah, it well, does. I, well, hang on, Coach. I noticed something on that highlight now. I saw him in the shotgun a little bit. I seen him running some GTO shotgun oh, stuff, yeah, man. Yeah, I yeah, seen yeah. I seen you running some. Uh, what look? I was gonna ask you, man. You running zone? Like is that zone triple, man? Dude, I don't know what I'm doing when when, <laughs> when we're done. But here's here's what we did. So we uh, like I said, we had some fullback injuries, and we wanted we wanted our quarterback to just get get carries. And so like like you said, I'm watching some Georgia Southern film, uh-huh. and and man, we for only running it once. I mean, we blocked it up pretty nice. We uh we ran um you know, just inside veer and we moved the aiming point of our, of our down block. So we were in sort of like a single wing type thing and our, our fullback, you know, now he's aiming for opposite backside a gap and, you know, all things being honest here with the quarterback's going to pull the ball, you know, and that's, that's why we were doing it in that situation. And then we wrapped our, our best tight end. Now he was the standard guy, the guy that we want, we wrapped him the other way and he sealed the, 
the play side backer. And so we got a, you know, a cheap 14 yards on that. And, you know, I am such a, <laughs> you know, if, if you talk to my friends, people know me, I'm such an anti, I'm, I'm hardcore oh. flexible guy. I don't want to get kicked out of the club. Hey, man, I, I guarantee know. everybody in the stands was like, woo! I know. <laughs> this is, where's that flex rate T-shirt, man? Where can I find I, I told I told the kids, I was like, okay, Concordia has never – how many times have we snapped the ball in shotgun in my four yeah. years here? They're like, zero. Okay, so we better make it count. We do it, you know. And, and I'll, I'll tell you what, there's, it didn't make any highlight film, but we, we ran a counter – we ran a counter option pass that if we're about a foot shorter with it, that one's that one's a sweep. I might have to put that on a clinic talk if we do, because it was a pretty sweet running a switch route. And, yeah. I mean, the, the backfield footwork was cool. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I I don't I don't want that to get out there that we're running. Yeah, yeah. Team. Sorry to put, uh, put you on, the, on blast right there, man. <laughs> Four plays or whatever. I saw that. So I, I wrote that down, man. I'm, I'm gonna ask him about this, man. <laughs> but, I mean, if I ran, if if I ran any other offense, I mean, you you watch what Georgia Georgia Southern does, and you know it's the same game. You know, it's the same type of stuff, except you know maybe zone blocking up front, or you know I got to hear um, uh, Davidson. Uh, yeah, you know, to see them talk, and I was like, well, and you know, it's very simple schematically, and I was thinking you probably get a lot more QB run that way, just because. You know, I don't know how – like I said, I don't know what I'm talking about at all when we're talking gun stuff. But when that guy veers, if that guy steps in at all and you've got a runner at quarterback, now you've got a great angle to outrun him. Yeah. So, I don't that, – that was the that was the thing. I said, Trevor, if he steps in at all, you pull that thing and you beat him to the corner because, you know, that, that kid's a, a 3A defensive end and you're, you know, going to K-State next year. So, you pull that. Yeah. Thing. <laughs> yeah. It's called smart coaching. Yeah. <laughs> 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 him up, yeah. Well, well, Coach, um, before we wrap it up, man, we again, we appreciate you coming on and talking with us. It's been great. Talk to us about maybe a drill that uh, that you really love, you know what I mean, that, that really helps your guys out. Just kind of talk about it a little bit, detail it, talk about maybe some of the equipment that you got to use with it, and uh, and we'll wrap it up, man. Yeah, um, you know, this this might seem, seem old school and, you know, old-fashioned, I think. You know, if you're gonna run, if you're gonna run triple, your quarterback has to be used to having the ball in his hands and feel comfortable with the ball in his hands. So, you know, I love, and of course, we have a drill progression where we start out. We call it yo-yo drill. You know, you start out already seated in the mess just so they get comfortable. But then from there, a drill that I love because I mean, it's almost like in basketball, you run a three-man weave. It's something you almost don't even have to think about. Is a is a you know two-ball drill. I love seeing a good seat and giving the ball, having the fullback get all the way through the line. Coach standing right there to give the quarterback the ball in his chest, stepping and feathering and just getting comfortable having the ball in our hands. And, you know, some some triple option coaches have made fun of me for liking that drill so much. It's a little little old school, maybe a little Barry Switzer. But, I mean, it's you want your quarterback to be comfortable. And if you're yeah. if he's if he's doing that drill every day or once a week, he's getting comfortable in a mesh. He's getting comfortable getting the ball out and feathering. And you get you get tons of reps of each, you know. And so that, that that might seem old school, but I am just a sucker for a good a good two ball a good two ball drill. Other things that that uh, that we've done offensive line wise that I like um, is uh, we were having a, a lot of trouble picking up second level players. We were getting to the second level really really fast and almost overrunning them and not hitting them clean. Um, so we we went to our shoot and we have a metal shoot. 
metal uh, pillars down it. And so we'd split that pillar you know, with our face, and we're gonna, you know, we're gonna reduce our shoulder, you know, grab grass, reduce that backside knee, kind of like Harding talked about. And then we put a, you know, we put a guy there, you know, with a bag moving downhill you know, towards you. And so if your eyes are down, that guy's going to be on you too fast before you can get it. So for, for equipment there, I mean, you, we've got our metal sled with the bars in it that we can reduce and get vertical. And we've got a player there with a bag that we're going to say, hey, you're going to start a link over or a, a, a cylinder over, I guess you would say, and you're going to move this way. Okay, on the snap of the ball. Because uh, sometimes, you know, high school kids, too, they don't understand – or well, they don't understand when they first start, hey, you're variation, but the play's going this way. So people yeah. are going this way. So if you're running – if you're not getting vertical on your angle or you're, you're running to where they are, you have no chance in, in picking them up. So I think getting them to see that movement on our veers and clears, I mean, that's that's huge, uh, huge for us. And that's definitely something that um, – we didn't really start doing it the last few years of being in, putting a moving target in front of them while they're veer releasing, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah, no, that's a great idea. Absolutely. Great idea. Love it. Love it. And, and you know, it gives you the ability to use the old school shoot, right? It's got the stalls. You know what I mean? Yeah, oh, absolutely. That's instead what we got. Of, yeah, instead of wishing for the trap shoot, it's got no stalls, right? <laughs> so yeah. You, yeah. You know what I mean? That's great. I like it. We need a donor to get us one of those one of those mess shoots. That's all right. Just, just sell a couple candy bars, man. Sounds like you're doing yeah. good, man. I'm sure that's, somebody out there will jump. Well, that's 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 the other thing is like, you know, Chapman, we're a three A school, we're in a one A town, so we got one stoplight. So if you're going door to door, you know, you can hit up everybody in the town probably by the afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> well, listen, man, it's been a pleasure. This was awesome. Thanks for coming on. Thank you guys for having me. I mean, the, uh, this is the type of stuff we need more of. You know, just just talking. You know, don't uh, option for you guys for that that little time. You know, you just pick up and you learn little things. And, yeah, you know, makes us all better. Well, yeah, and it all look. We all learn from each other because you know we've been in those situations. Where, you know, we, for whatever reason, it didn't work like we wanted it to do. You know, so trying to pick each other's brains and figure it out because uh, we've all all kind of been there, you know. So, yep. Absolutely. Yeah, appreciate you, Coach. Thank you. That's going to wrap this episode of the Mesh Point Podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. You can download or listen to our podcast at iTunes, Spotify, or the Google Podcast app. You can go on and rate us if you think we're any good and leave us some comments that you might think uh, you'd like to hear about in future episodes. Again, I'm Matt McLeod. You can reach me on Twitter at RunTheTriple. Again, that's at RunTheTriple. Our MeshPoint podcast uh, has its own Twitter page, and that is at the MeshPoint. Again, at the MeshPoint. You can also find me on FlexboneNation.com. I have an option blog there and write articles and have plays uh, that can help you out particularly during the season. All right, Tony, I want you to let the listeners know how they can get you on social media. All right, guys, go to Three Face Football on Twitter, at Three Face Football, and uh, you'll you'll be able to follow my account. And um, the cool thing about it is, is every Monday we do something called Mesh Point Monday, 
and basically I'll post out four questions concerning a triple option topic. And it's a great opportunity for coaches all around uh, the country and uh, to, to get together and network and and uh, get to know each other and you know we'll talk about some kind of triple option topic. So catch uh, catch that every Monday, eight o'clock Eastern. And uh, what you want to do is search the hashtag MeshPoint to see everybody's responses uh, to to the four questions. Uh, like I said, great great way to uh, build our networks and, and and learn some things. It's like an ongoing webinar on Twitter, so it's real cool. Also, check out the website threefacefootball.net. Uh, we've got some cool gear, like Fear the Veer, you'll see in the background here. Uh, Fear the Veer stuff, uh, mesh point gear, and, and other things like that. So uh, go check out that website as well.